This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and thank you to Spear Rocket VA for connecting us today with Jason. And Jason, thank you for joining the show. Absolutely. It's an honor. Yeah, well, let's get to know all about you. Um, okay, so tell us what market are you in? You know, how yeah. did you get there? How'd you wind up in real estate? Where are you from? Sure. Yeah, I'm in the uh, Seattle market. Um, I actually live roughly 20 minutes from Seattle. So I work King County, which is in Seattle. And then I also work Snohomish County, which is where I grew up. I grew up in a little town called Muckleteo. Uh, most people don't pronounce it correctly, but that's how you pronounce it. And yeah, been been a Washingtonian my whole life. Um, went to school up at Western Washington, up in Bellingham, WWU. It's uh, not one of the the top, you know, um, league Ivy League schools or whatever, you know. But it's uh, it's, it's a party town. It was it was good times. Um, so yeah, so you want to know when kind of when I got into the business? And, yeah, how'd you get into real estate? You know, yeah. what got you to this point? So before I was in the real estate business, I was actually like in the beer and wine industry, oh, which cool. was, yeah, it was super fun and, you know, uh, great people and, and fun times. But uh, as eventually I, I knew that I needed to do something a little bit different, you know, I wanted to make make a little more money. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, you know, I had read like the Rich Dad Poor Dad and, and, and uh, started thinking Grow Rich and things like that. And I wanted to build or I wanted to get a job that essentially paid some sort of residual income, right? So I actually looked into, I was supposed to be a, I signed up to be a financial advisor. I got a job offer, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at insurance, right? And um, a couple others, but just out of, out of curiosity, reached out to a networking partner of mine who was in real estate. And she you know, after I got offered the job as a financial advisor, she said, you know what, that's so funny that you are going to be a, a financial advisor because we're actually looking for an investor specialist on a real estate team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, cause I didn't, to be honest with you, it's kind of funny. I, I didn't really want to be a real estate agent because everybody and their mom is a real estate agent, you know? Yeah, truly. And, uh, and so I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I could do this investor specialist thing, you know? And in, during the interview, I met with her partner and she was super sharp and she was 30 years old, already, you know, was technically a, uh, a millionaire, you know, as far as her assets were concerned. And she told me, you know, none of the financial advisors can give me the returns that I'm getting with my real estate properties. Mm-hmm. Right. And so having, you know, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I've gone, I'd gone to like, like a flip seminar, I never did anything. I didn't pay anything, but. Uh, I, I was like, you know what, this, this, just, this just feels better to me. Right. And so my whole first year I was on a team and I just was like their go-to investor specialist. And pretty much all I did was analyze deals, you know, 
and I learned how to analyze multifamily, how to how to look in and, and analyze flip deals and purchase homes at auction. And and this was in 2016. And, you know, the the deals or at least how I was trained, you know, very um, conservatively. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot of business. Right. I probably broke even. I think I sold seven deals and you know, with the team splits and the commissions, I was at Keller Williams for the first three years of my career. Okay. Maybe four, three or four years. And um, anyways, my first year I, I, I did about seven transactions and it just, at, with all the training and the things that I signed up for. And, you know, at, at, when I did my taxes at the end of the year, my expenses probably were about what, what it cost me or what my commissions were. So, Honestly, my first year, I almost gave up. I almost gave up on real estate and I was I looked and I was looking for jobs at the last minute and I was about to get a job and I and I thought to myself, I go, you know what? I'm going to give this one more year. I'm going to give this one more shot and I'm going to go all in for one more year yeah. and then so I did and I joined a different team and I did okay. You know, I probably did double the production or whatever that I did the first year or, or a little bit more actually. And I think I did like 18 deals my second year. Uh, but again, with the team splits and everything, it was kind of like, you know, it was, I, I made okay money. Yeah. And it wasn't until about like the third year. Cause you know, the business gets better and better every year if, if you're mm -hmm. working it. And about my third year, I was like, okay, cool. This is like, I'm, I'm making good money now. And, good. and then, so my third year, fourth year, fifth year, you know, it just keeps getting better and better. And I'm, I'm so glad that I stuck with it. Cause at this point I'm, I'm pretty much unemployable. You know what I mean? Being, being uh, self-employed for so mm -hmm. long, which I kind of was before I got into real estate. So it's been almost like, I mean, 10 years at least since I've been kind of doing my own thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's really, that's a cool story to hear. And you mentioned, you know, you started with, I think, Kelly Williams, you said, and then you jumped to mm -hmm. another team. So, you know, what brought you to eXp? Because making that switch from brokerage to brokerage is a tough one. So mm -hmm. what drew you to our brokerage? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, some people that I knew really well had, had gone over to eXp mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I, I took a look at the model and I had obviously, I had been pitched EXP before, but never really, it was never really enough. It wasn't earth shattering enough or, or I didn't understand it. I should say, I didn't understand the model well enough for it to be, to make a switch. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm not somebody who jumps from job to job. I never have been, you know, even as I, I was working in my younger years, I stayed with places for a really long time. Wow. And okay. yeah, so so when they moved, it's because of the people that I knew mm -hmm. that I actually sat down and took a look at it. And I spent I spent a few months researching everything. You know, I, I had access to people's um, technology so I could. I, so I have a, I have a IT back. I, I have an IT background. Yeah. I was in I was an MIS major. And so like the technology was super important to me because I'd always been trying to piecemeal the systems together, you know? Mm -hmm. um, 
like when I was at Keller Williams, when I was at Century 21 briefly, it was always like they had their company systems, but I always had my like my own website over here and like my own CRM because I just it just I wasn't I wasn't content with uh, what they provided to you as their brokerage. Right. Right. There's always something that, 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 that I didn't like about it, that I was over here trying to build, build my own better systems on the side. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at EXP's technology, I, I, you know, I researched it and I said, okay, this is something that I could go all in on, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to go recreate something else. I can, I, this is, this technology is solid. I can plug into it and do everything that I, that I want to do, you know, uh, with this database, you know, with these systems, I don't need to pay for this over here. I mean, it really has saved me probably like 500 bucks a month just in like yeah. random stuff. So, um, and I don't have a team, you know, I, I, I run pretty lean. I don't spend a whole, I don't buy Zillow leads or anything like that. Um, and so that, and I, and I really liked the, the opportunity for the stock options. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was the technology, the stock options and the people, that I already knew that went over is what brought me over to EXP. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah. the technology, you know, you liked that, the scalability, um, you know, you didn't have to reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. over here, which is nice because, you know, it's something I've heard about EXP is that they're just a little ahead of their game amongst the other brokerages. brokerages. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so people have been drawn to that. They liked that, you know, they felt like they were more, I don't want to say revolutionary, but they were evolving quicker than other yeah. brokerages. And like you said, offered more tools to people who may be more particular about their website and that's okay to be. Um, yeah. And so, you know, to not have to build that yourself and for it to work the way you want it to, um, it really helps you to stay efficient in that realm and be happy with how your business is presented to your clients. And so, you know, you liked that scalability, that technology, but what keeps you here? Like we've got stock options, rev share, yeah. Why weren't you leave EXP? <clears throat> well, you know, after you, it, it, the more that you're involved in EXP and the longer you've been here, the more you really understand it and <clears throat> the synergies that's created, right? Like at Keller Williams, it was, I, I really felt a great culture where everybody's there to help everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was not, it wasn't like the, you know, old school brokerage where they're trying to keep everything secret because what they're doing is working and they don't want to share their tricks and secrets. And like Keller Williams wasn't like that. Right. But the way that the EXP model is just because of the natural way that it's structured, the financial platform, like everybody's incentivized, financially incentivized, not that they weren't at Keller Williams, but you were more financially incentivized, right. At Mm -hmm. EXP to just help everybody you win. You know, it's not even just your people that are you're in your group. It's, uh, you know, everybody that it's uh, the synergy is phenomenal. keeps me there. And naturally, right. Like I don't, there's a lot of agents that try to build their downline and things like that. And I have done it very passively, mm-hmm. but even doing it very passively creates a pretty decent passive income stream. And it's pretty nice. You know, once you start to see, you know, thousands of dollars monthly getting deposited into your bank account for, you know, just sharing the opportunity with a couple of people and, and yeah. you know, yeah, it's, so it's that it's the, all the stock that they award me, you know, I'm an icon agent. I get my cap back in the form of stock. I mean, it's a no brainer, but 
Uh, it's unfortunate that people don't know know it. There, some of them are shut down to the idea because they think it's like an MLM or something. It's like, dude, we're just sell- we we're doing what we already do. We're not selling lotions and potions here. We're we're selling real estate, right? And you're just being rewarded. They're they're giving all the upside back to the agents, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for and somebody so, watching right now that is like skeptical like that, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they see the, the grass is greener on this side of the fence. What would you have to say to someone? Cause I'm sure at some point you were probably in that chair as well. Yeah. And, and that the whole like MLM, you know, thing stigma that it has, it's like, I guarantee you ask any one of those agents, have you ever invited any new licensee over to your brokerage? And nine out of 10 times the answer is yeah, of course. Like that's how I got, you know, where I'm at. Right. Like yeah. I said, when I got into real estate, it was a friend. I went over to Keller Williams cause she was a mm-hmm. Keller Williams. It's no different. They just give us agents the upside, right. Yeah. Uh, rather than paying a recruiter uh, that Keller Williams paid or, you know, not, not, majority of the time, it's not even the recruiter that brings people over. So um, people will ask, reach out to you, ask you about EXP. All you have to do is, is, you know, share your honest opinion, share your experience, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, it was like, Hey, uh, I came over for the stock and the technology and the people that, that were already over there and n- organically I'm getting, you know, uh, thousands of dollars a month in my bank account deposited organ, you know, just it's and it organically grows and exponentially grows. Right. So like it's, you know, we're, we're already doing what we already do. So uh, it's definitely not a scam. It's not a, pyramid scheme it's not anything crazy like that it's it's just an awesome company to work for and we're all owners of the company you're right you know and that's it's a company that you know really puts the realtors first as well as like talk about employee retention you know when you mm-hmm. award your employees by giving them an investment into the company and makes them not want to leave it's not nothing's keep like forcing them to stay yeah but you know when you've got a little piece of the pie it makes it a little more exciting to stay um, you got interest in it. That stock option becomes a 401k to some. It becomes a mm-hmm. cash down payment to others. Like whatever it is, could be used right now. Could be used years from now. Not right now. Right. But three years stockhold. Blah blah blah. But currently, yeah. what what you know? What other what other brokerage is offering you a 401k or ownership in the company or you know um, the ability to build passive income. You know, I own investment properties and I get, I, I make more on my rev share than I do on my cash flow of my investment properties. And you know, that's, that's no, that's zero liability. That's, you know, zero headaches. That's zero, you know, property management issues. Right. So it's like, I could go buy another house with, you know, 20% down, or I could, you know, share the opportunity with somebody and make the, make about the same. Absolutely. You're a hundred percent right. And, you know, taking those opportunities for what they are and running with them. And, you know, it's not like you get over here and you just have to recruit, recruit, recruit. You mm-hmm. can not recruit a single soul if you come over here if you don't want to. It wasn't the plan. It wasn't yeah. the plan for me. But it's like a, it's like a little flame. Really? It's like a fly trap, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's bright and people are buzzing around it and they're like, Ooh, is that going to sting me? Ooh. But it actually turns out really well for everyone. It's, it's a fire yeah. that burns brighter. It's blazing trails and it's a good place to be uh, if you're into real estate. 100%. Yep. So Jason, obviously you stay busy. You know, you said you have rental properties, you got high production. Uh, so what do you do to take care of Jason? You know, how do you make sure you avoid avoid burnout mode and you've got a nice little work-life balance going on. 
You know, it's, it's a great question. Um, you know, I think exercise, you know, people help people mm -hmm. say exercise releases stress or whatever. So, um, I do do that. I've, I pursue more listings these days. Um, honestly, with the market being so crazy, the as crazy as it's been, um, you know, I, I, it's not that I don't work with buyers. Don't get me wrong. Like have, usually half my business is, but yeah. you know, I, I definitely focus more on listings cause that's, that's my time leverage. Right. Um, so that, you know, I work out, I pursue listings. I take a couple of vacations a year. And other than that, I think, you know, I've just been so used to being self-employed for so long that I don't, you know, it's, it's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Right. Like if you're so, if you're so used to being nine to five and having weekends off and things like that, it, uh, I can imagine that it would be kind of like, I just need a break, you know, but if you're just been so used to it for so long, um, you know, cause it's not like, it's not like every day, right. It's, it could be, you know, maybe I'm not doing a whole lot on a, maybe I choose to go do something on a Friday morning, but I'm working Saturday night, you know? Right. So so, you know, but you got those boundaries set for yourself, but at the same time, you enjoy making your own schedule in a way, but also having to be available for clients, making mm -hmm. a really big life decision with a lot of money and a lot of hard work that they've saved up and a lot of emotions. So a lot right. goes into that, but taking care of yourself first and knowing what recharges you. Uh, but like you said, you know, you've been living this lifestyle for a while, so it's not um, not a big culture shock, I guess you would. I, I chose this life. <laughs> He chose this life. I like I chose that. it. Yeah, True. I chose this life. So, you know, um, as an Icon Award winner, that's why you're on this show. You've got mm -hmm. high production. Could you, in your own words, kind of explain what the Icon Award is, the benefits it brought to you, and, you know, kind of production you had to do in your market to get there? Yeah. So the, you know, what an Icon Award, you know, is or whatever, it's just, you know, you, you've done 20 deals after you've capped. Mm -hmm. And it you, you know, you get your, you, you have the potential to get your full 16,000 back, which by the way, isn't that much. It's not as much as the other brokerages that I was with. So it's a better mm -hmm. financial model in that regard, but yeah. you know, you get rewarded stock for, for all that stuff. But mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's just, the funny thing is had I gone to EXP sooner, I would have hit icon, you know, cause this is my first year at EXP and I hit icon in my first year. Had I been there last year or the year before I would have been icon the last few years right so and you had a lot of stock i would have had a lot of stock yes the the stock two years ago was a lot cheaper than it was today and uh i wish i'd make made the move sooner but that's what they um, all say <laughs> <laughs> pretty much right mm -hmm. um but regarding like you know it, it just it just means that you treat this business like it's a job i mean there's no reason why any real estate agent, you know, maybe, maybe not your first year, you know, cause your first year is always like any business, right? I don't care if it's a restaurant that you're opening or some new business, right? Like it takes a couple of years of commitment to really get the ball rolling. But if you've been in, in the business for three years and you treat it like a business, there's no reason why you shouldn't hit icon. And, and in my marketplace, right. We're in a higher, little higher price point, but it ends up being roughly around 30 deals, you know, give or take mm -hmm. a few. So um, that's kind of what it looks like. I think we cap usually on like five to seven deals. So, you know, um, my average price point in my location is about a million dollars. So realistically, I mean, like, uh, should take less than 30 for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Especially for 
you know, the market you're in up there in Washington. And um, I think that's really impressive. You know, it's sad to think that you missed out on a couple of years of iconing, but it's good to know you came over here and hit the ground running. Yeah. Didn't have to reinvent the wheel, just ran with it. Right. That's awesome. So, you know, you said you iconed as a first year XP agent. And so for those that are watching right now, maybe they're a first year real estate agent in general and mm -hmm. EXP is their first brokerage or they're a experienced real estate agent, but this is their first year with EXP. You know, what kind of goals should they have set out to reach the icon award? Is that obtainable for them within their first year? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely, I, I know that it's obtainable because people do it. Right. Um, and you, you asked like, what would I recommend to somebody who's trying to hit icon? Yeah. Just some advice to the newbies out there. I would say, make sure that you have coaching with the right people, you know, make sure that you're practicing scripts aggressively and every day and practicing your listing presentation. Most agents don't do any of those things, you know, they just kind of wing it. And right. I've, I've been guilty of that as well. Right. Um, and you know, I would pursue listings if you're trying to hit icon because a lot of those listings are buyers as well. A lot of people have mm -hmm. a house to buy and sell. So, you know, listings is going to leverage your time. So learn the, you know, FISBO scripts, uh, canceled and expired circle prospecting people, target mm -hmm. people that own homes. And, um, and be consistent. You know, consistency is going to be the biggest thing. If you can, if you can consistently prospect for just two hours a day, you know, mm -hmm. and you know what to say, and you say it to enough people, and you say it the right things in the right way, then then you should be setting appointments and getting deals. And the other thing, the, the other thing that I would do is I would, uh, you know, try to try to build your investor database. Right, that comes back to my my first year experience. Like, thing about investors is they are uh, always looking for deals, right? Mm -hmm. So if you build an investor database or a builder, you know, if you work with a builder directly and you can find them the land, that could be a potential, you know, plat of six future listings as long as they're willing to list it back with you. Mm -hmm. Investors, typically it's two deals, you know, you find them the deal and you, you resell them the deal if they're flipping. So, you know, build your investor database and, and all you got to do is find them the deal, right? If, if you have a deal, if you have a deal, the buyer is there, right? Mm -hmm. So just make that your job and you should be fine. That's smart. That's a good tactic to have with it. And, you know, uh, kind of going back to the Icon Award, part of it is feeding back into the culture of EXP mm -hmm. and either, you know, coaching, teaching, mentoring. So what path did you choose amongst those? Um, you know, that's a great question. And I actually... And haven't taken my test for my managing broker's license, but mm -hmm. uh, the, the route that I'm pursuing is to be a mentor, right? Because I do bring <laughs> on a lot of new agents and mm -hmm. they're connected with mentors. And it's a shame that I can't be their mentor. Right. I mean, I, I am their mentor, but I can't really benefit from it until I get my managing broker's license. So I just have to take the test and I'm just been slacking on that. But that's the route I'm going. Sounds like you've been busy in all other aspects, Jason. So well, don't get down on yourself. Actually just had a baby. So I have a six month old now. So oh that's, my gosh. that's been that's the biggest. Deal. Yeah. That's been the toughest part, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm sure six month old is a girl or a boy. It's a little baby girl. Cute. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, well, we've had a really solid episode. We're about at 25 minutes. Is there anything else that you would like to touch on? Not that I can think of, but 
I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course. Thank you for um, taking the time to talk with me, especially with uh, how busy you are and brand new. You got a quiet background for having a baby around. So she was crying right before this started, but my aunt is uh, watching her right now. So I'm grateful for that. Shout out to the aunt. <laughs> Jason, thank you so much. Um, I'll plan on seeing you in uh, Orlando or Vegas for one of the shareholders or EXP cons. So plan on yeah. plan on me hunting you down. And if you feel like doing a spinoff episode, kind of talking about investing or um, your journey, how to go about mentoring, you let me know. Sure. Um, we're a free podcast. So awesome. use it. I'd love it. Great. Thank you, Jason. Have a great day. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistance and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.